Greetings, students, and welcome to another fun-filled day here at Horror in the Halls. <laughs> What's up, kids, and welcome to Horror in the Halls. I'm Bob, a.k.a. Mr. Holland. And I'm Jenny, a.k.a. Mrs. Hill. And we're just two teachers educating the masses on the spooky stuff we love. And it's October. That means it's Haunted House Month. Dun, dun, dun. This week's lesson, ding dong, you're dead. We're diving into 1986's House. Yep. yeah it's all right it's funny like yeah it's interesting um it's got a crazy pedigree though for a movie you know what i mean like i I saw it i was like when i started doing the research on it i was like this movie's got some serious people involved okay which i was kind of like okay 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 i see i see you guys um you know from the director on down it's got some some serviceness in it Hold on, let me pull something up here. Because there was one thing, like some of the writers are really strong, and, but like they also—it's so funny. <laughs> like this movie is just really funny. So I'll just jump into it. Um, all right, so House, nineteen eighty-six, came out on February twenty-eighth, is exactly nineteen eighty-six. Runtime ninety-three million minutes. It's directed by Stephen Miner. Steve Miner. Uh, he did Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and Three. House, of course. Warlock. Halloween H2O, Lake Placid, the 2008 remake of Day of the Dead. And of course, he did a few other things in there. Um, Some comedies, some serious things. But he kind of was like, you know, had that bit of a pedigree, you know. Um, It's written, the story was written by Fred Decker, you know, from the Monster Squad, Night of the Creeps. His friend, though, Ethan Wiley, is who actually wrote it. So apparently... Like Steve Miner, Decker, Wiley, and uh, Shane Black were all buddies. And after watching the Twilight Zone movie, they were going to do an anthology film, but they couldn't get money for it. So essentially, Decker took his idea for their anthology film and made this movie. And apparently, okay. his, ver- his version was super dark, like just straight up horror movie, like no mm-hmm. comedy at all. And then Wiley rewrote it with you know decker's bones and added all the comedic elements okay he's written some gems wiley has like house house two children of the corn five it's a good one oh (laughs) lord something called brutal black ops a movie called just bear elf man like he's never it's not a high point in his life um he directed house two and children of the corn five oh good lord um oh man it's terrible but yeah so i mean but you know fred decker it's fred decker it's a sean s cunningham production of course you know you know who that is right Mm-mm. he essentially owns the rights to friday the 13th he's like the original oh, okay. producer of friday the 13th he's gotcha. one of the reasons why there's so much dispute i think he i think he actually let me rephrase that he might be the one that owns the rights to jason and the mask and that's why jason goes to hell and jason x are not called friday the 13th 
number or something, Jason Goes to Hell. It's just called Jason Goes to Hell because someone else owns the rights to the title Friday the 13th. The rights to that series are ridiculous. Yeah, I knew that part, but I didn't know if that was him. Yeah, he's one of the producers. Um, He's one of the ones that has some of the rights to different things. He's involved. Um, But of course, you know, it's pretty cool. He, He knows these people. He pulled some strings. Of course, that's how the director got involved. Um, cinematography was Mark Alberg. He's this dude has done crazy amounts of stuff. I was looking up his IMDb. It's nuts. Like I was going through just to kind of see he's like Swedish. So he started a lot of his movies are, um, Swedish, but he's done like, he's been going since 1959. Oh, okay. He's doing cinematography. He did like the cats, like the old school version. Uh, Hell night. Let's see. Parasite. Ghost Warrior, Ghoulies, Trancers, Reanimator, House. He did From Beyond. He did Dolls, House 2. He did another Trancers rando movie. He did House 3. He did the, he's a cinematographer for the Wonder Years, which I think is really funny. Because that oh don't fit gosh. together at all. And he also did Innocent Blood, which I love. My Boyfriend's Back, I also love. Beverly Hills Cop 3, which is like the you know best one. Uh, a very, he did the Brady Bunch movie. In the Brady, in the very Brady sequel, he's also the cinematographer for Good Burger. So the dude just did all kinds of stuff, and there's no like genre. He's just like, hey man, if you're gonna give me money, I'm gonna shoot whatever. I think one of his last films, he did Evil Bong, and then oh The Evil God. Clergyman, and that was his last film before he died. It's just a crazy amount of stuff, but the guy has like a pedigree for sure. Just wild out there. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I did, I don't want to say I love this movie, but I did not hate it. Cause it was just ridiculous. Oh, I don't hate it. I just think it is. It, it's absurd. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. There's so much. Oh my gosh. I can't even right now. I, I'll wait until you talk about the, you know, the actors and actresses and stuff. That's in it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll jump into, Before those get into it. There's so many things. So budget mm-hmm. three million dollars, but it had a box office of twenty two million. Okay. Uh, the director says it was the number one movie of that year, but I think Pretty in Pink only beat it by one hundred and fifty k, which is crazy because it's Pretty in Pink. I know, I love you know Pretty I mean? in like, Pink. I know what everyone does. That's like one of those classics. It's freaking uh, God, what's his name? What's the dude who does those movies? Uh, John. Um, oh oh my gosh, Hughes. Yeah, John, it's a John Hughes thing. You know, everybody loves John Hughes. I think it's funny that this movie was like uh, nearly the number one movie of that year behind Pretty in Pink. This makes me laugh. Uh, that is funny. 57 on Rotten Tomatoes with a 46 audience score. Okay. Of course. Makes 3. sense. 3.0 on Letterboxd, which makes more sense. I think I tend to trust Letterboxd, like I've said before. Mm-hmm. Let me read the little plot, which is also from Letterboxd. That's why I love it. Roger Cobb <laughs> is an author who just separated from his wife. He moves into a new house and tries to work on a novel based on his experiences in the Vietnam War. Strange things start happening around him. Little things at first. But as they become more frequent, Cobb becomes aware that the house resents his presence. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. It's not even a new house. I know. He, he grew up there. Yeah, this he grew was, up there. This made me laugh. So we'll get into the cast real fast and we can jump into the nonsense. So we have William Catt of Great American Hero fame. As Roger Cobb, George Went as Harold Gordon. You may also know him as Norm from Freaking Cheers. 
Richard Mole is Big Ben, who you may also know as freaking bull from Night Court. Yep. He's also on Highlander too, but whatever. Uh, Kay Lenz is Sandy Sinclair. Martin Staven is, or Mary Staven, sorry, is Tanya. Michael Ensign is Chet Parker. Susan French is Aunt Elizabeth Hooper. Uh, and then the rest of it just kind of goes on. You got Eric and Mark Silver as Jimmy. Peter Potofsky is Sandy Witch, which is like the big creature lady that he fights in his dining room. Apparently that person became a uh, yeah. stand-up comic later is weird oh my gosh yeah i know right and then you have alan altry and stephen williams as police officers so you may know stephen williams in a hundred things uh he's also one of the bounty hunters and jason goes to hell which is oh, ridiculous gosh. it is so ridiculous and now an altry's just in a bunch of stuff in the 80s he has that really i want to say he's a cop and uh he plays a cop in this but i think he's also a cop in like the heat of the night or something um but yeah solid cast for the 80s i mean William Cat was really big from the greatest from greatest American hero fame there. He was in a lot of stuff, especially in that time period. People love that stuff. I always hated that show. I thought it was boring, but a lot of people love that dude. <laughs> I did. I was always like, oh my God, why is this on? He's also in Carrie, though. Oh, okay. Which is cool. Uh, and then <laughs> apparently he comes back in House 4, The Repossession. It's direct to video, oh, obviously. Gosh. Uh, he's in so many ridiculous things. Like he's in problem child three and uh cyborg three. He's in a lot of like part, whatever. Um, but yeah, mirrors too. pure country too. just random, uh, pretty solid, solid cast. I mean, he was good in this one. He was ridiculous. You can definitely tell he had a bit of a comedic background. Um, cause it just made me laugh, especially his little army scene when he's like, rolling down the stairs then jumping down the landing and outside like yeah like he just did something really important yeah i know like outside of the sidewalk and harold sitting there like what you doing there buddy yeah and his nosy ass neighbor like i'd be like harold piss off harold's all up in his business all the time like all the time and first off like in that scene it made me laugh because at first i was like i've been like harold how the fuck are you in my yard because harold's in his yard with the dog he's like inside his fence yeah, I'm like, why is your dog taking a dumper in my yard, dude? Get out of here! <laughs> like, what's going on? Why are you here? You know what I mean? Like, because that's what it looks yes. like. Oh my gosh, yes, his dog's always in his yard. Yeah, and let's oh. not. And Sandy is swimming in his backyard. Like, what? That one was Tanya. Huh? Sandy's the actress's name. It right, Mary. So I thought her name was Tanya. Who's Tanya? I'm confused right now. Oh, I thought the, the, the neighbor's name was Tanya. Yeah, it wasn't her in the pool. The ex-wife is Sandy. It was uh, it's Tanya. In the oh, pool. I, got, I got the two confused. Lady Sorry. who just drops her kid off later, like, "Hey, watch my kid yeah. while I go and out." I'd be like, "No, what? yeah, what? Yeah, we're gonna have fun later." Oh, that's the way you want to go have fun, and you're gonna leave me with your child. Okay. Yeah, nah, bro. With a strange man. Exactly. You you met this dude one time. You gave him some eyes while you was running and then left. What? Well, and then you show up in his backyard. Yeah, you're swimming. Oh, your aunt let me swim in the pool. Uh, get out of my yard. I have a dead yeah, body but I'm not in this my aunt. Exactly. I got a dead body in this back. And it's like, ready to kill you. For reals. This body's trying to get you. And you're over here like, uh-huh. <laughs> let me tell off. <laughs> Kick rocks. 
Like, there's so many weird, random things in this movie that just make no sense. Know. No, it doesn't. Like, um, so many things. I'm just like, what? I was. I kept waiting for the fish to, like, animate and do something stupid. And when it did, oh I was God, like, yeah. God, that's so dumb. <laughs> and, a- I, and it, I squeak it and it's moving around. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. There was a post on, uh, I think it was either Reddit or Letterboxd where someone said, he said, for real, though, the creators of Billy Bass should be sending these dudes a, a royalty check every year. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 100% sure you stole that idea from this movie. <laughs> Just a giant fish. It gave me like, oh, where's the note? It gave me like a really funny Evil Dead vibe. But I put Evil, yeah, Evil Dead meets Monty Python. Like, that's kind of how I felt yeah. about this. Or like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, just kind of like, do, 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 like little funny. I'm going to do some silly shit for no reason. But then this tries to be scary. Oh my gosh. When so it's Sandy, right? Sandy's the wife, yes. Okay. When Sandy he thinks he shoots her, but it was that monster thing. Yeah. That monster thing looked so stupid. I was yeah, like, it oh my me gosh. Of a little bit Chet what? from Weird Science with a wig it did. on. <laughs> like turd Chet though. Like Chet yes, Monster. Yes, I Chet. know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, it was terrible. I don't I didn't understand Dude, that. Uh, like I understood the Sandy part, thinking you killed your wife. I get that that you're they're messing with you, but why is this weird creature here? Also, why is there a giant napalm looking monster in your closet with bullet fingers? What the fuck is going on in this movie? And why are there more little creepy, mutilated looking monsters shoving or pulling the little kid up the yeah. chimney? Like where are they coming from? Like monster children, and why? You know, there's no correlation or connection. No, there's not. Not to the story. Like the animal murdered. And like, I understood they stole your child. Okay. And the whole Big Ben thing at the end. And thank God someone did that. So like, I think it was maybe the director. Someone was like, hey, because originally in the script, it's a completely unrelated swamp type monster. They have to fight in the pool and the movie ends in the pool. Okay. And someone was like, nah, how about we bring in this Big Ben Vietnam thing? And that really at least makes the story cohesive because up to this point you're like yeah. what the fuck is going on yeah because the other monsters don't fit no and they make no sense no they shouldn't be there also what monster forced your aunt to kill your kill herself and do all this crazy shit if it was big ben who took your kid i'm just like what in exactly it doesn't make any sense no that makes I any do, sense i do wish we would have had a little bit more aunt Lily Aunt Elizabeth, because I really liked her. Yeah. Just in the little scenes that she was in. <laughs> just that ghost messing with him scene. It was like, they're going to get you. They're going to trick you. I thought I knew it, but it tricked me. And you're like, what? I know. I just wish she was in it more. I wish we had more of the realtor. That dude was hilarious. Oh, yeah. And he plays in Ghostbusters. Yeah. He's like the, um, the God, hotel manager yeah. or something. Concierge. So funny. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, he's an interesting uh, dude. Um, he was so mad when they were when he was like, "I'm not selling this house." And he's like, "Whatever." He almost shot him in the face. Like, I've been like, you know oh. what, the, what, "What was it called?" Um, with the uh, spear gun, he almost caught him yeah. in, the, in the face with that. He's just looking at him like, "He almost shot me." <laughs> like, yeah, like in the neck. Yeah, he almost murdered me, and he's just like, "Why are you here?" He's also in war games, which is classic. That dude's in a lot of random crap. Like, just a lot of random stuff. 
he's a random actor. He just shows up and everything. He's a random actor. He really is. He's just oh so random. Gosh. I'm looking through his IMDb or his like what's on Wikipedia. He's just got a bunch of random roles and stuff. Like in Solaris, sure. he's in good movies. He's friend number one. In Titanic, he's just a random dude. Then I he, didn't even then, notice him in that. So. Exactly. And then he's in Children of the Corn 3. He's in a movie oh, called Lord. Dr. Hackenstein. My man's in Never License heard. to Drive, which is great. Oh, man. Yeah. The Corey's in it. <laughs> yeah. He's just random stuff. I'm like, why are you here? He's in Not Another Teen, Not Another teen Movie. Oh my like gosh. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, but he's just random characters in these movies. It's ridiculous. Okay, whatever. And he's still alive, which is wild. He's 79. He's only 79? I know, right? <laughs> he looks kind of old in this. He's just got that yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, he just has that face. Oh my gosh. That's wild that he's only 79. I know, right? I thought he would be like real old by now. <laughs> like 97. It's alive. <laughs> I was like, okay. I hope he doesn't ever listen to this and think, oh, damn. Oh, how dare you call my 79 is cheese. Like, sorry, bro. <laughs> you look like way older. Um, Yeah, I have so many ridiculous notes. So, like, I watched this movie in the parking lot of my son's band practice, and I'm just sitting there, or orchestra practice, I guess. And, uh, I have so many randomly jot down notes like weird aunt. Is this a social <laughs> commentary for Vietnam? Yes. Soldier rode down the stairs and out the house was great. <laughs> and I got, why so many damn cameras? Like if you're trying to capture it, right? Ha- plus it's 1986, 85. No, those cameras are automatic, dude. Like what? You had to hit the button on every one of those. I'm very confused. Then yeah, my, he 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 had an arsenal of cameras. Yes, he and did. like <laughs> I thought he was getting like some guns or something. The dude shows up in the truck and he rolls all up and it's real like dramatic. You're like, oh shit, something's about to go down. No, I just got 78 cameras and all my Vietnam gear on. Like my last little note on my first page here. This movie is silly as fuck. That's my last <laughs> note there. Oh my silly gosh. Is just my thing all over the place. Like Harold is everywhere. Harold is like, yeah, she is. But like Harold's character, that's the kind of neighbor I would be. I would, I would literally be like in argument with on a daily basis. Oh, we'd fight. I'm like, dude, why, why are you here? I mean, he ended up in his house. All the way upstairs. Like, oh, hey, buddy. Like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? What? And like I said, the first time he's like, oh, hey, neighbor. At least that time is like normal. Let's, but let's comment on that outfit Roger wears to take to pick up his trash. That super oh, deep V sweatshirt with the chest muscles hanging out. Like, come on, dog. That was the most 80s outfit I've ever seen. Right. He's trying to show off his pectorals. Heck yeah. I got on slacks and a deep V sweater. Like, <laughs> deep V sweater. Like, oh, hey. That thing almost goes to your belly button, chief. And then you're wearing, like, legit slacks and, like, loafers. Just taking the trash out. I'm going to run my neighbor's dog off who was digging in my trash. But the neighbor doesn't say shit to the dog. Just wants to come over and shake my hand with filthy ass hands. What? I've been like, hey, nothing ever comes of the dog taking the hand and just ran off with it. And also the hands on the kid's back. It makes no sense. Oh, yeah. That didn't make any sense. I just realized that. All the creatures are silly as hell in this movie. I know. They... 
And now that you said that, he, that it looks like Chet, that's what that's exactly what they look like. I know, right? All of them big. They have like all the chins out. and yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah, they, I, I saw I, I saw some stuff like about the explanation for the closet monster. It's supposed to be look like what photos of the napalm bodies look like in Vietnam. Okay, well, it makes has, sense. And it has bullets for fingers or something. But there's no explanation of like the girl one. Yeah, or the ones in the chimney. Yeah, those those were the creepiest ones. Those two create kids look like they're wearing weird kid masks. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> there's just so many scenes in this movie that are ridiculous. So much ridiculousness. Oh, he's sitting there at the beginning and he's signing all these books and all these weird freaking fans of his book. I know, right? I love are like all up in his grill. I know, and that I'd one like, lady's like yelling at him back. from like five people back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, is this what it will? If I ever go and sign books, is that's what is that what it's going to be like? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, dude. That's the lady from uh, Austin Powers. Focus, like it's that lady from Austin Powers. That's oh, okay, her. yeah. But in the eighties, she looks exactly the same, but with long hair. It's terrible. That's it's so terrible. funny. And then yeah. they're like, what's your next book about? And he's like, oh, I think I'm going to write one about Vietnam. And they're like, oh, well, good yeah. luck with you. Yeah. Bye. Cool. You're going to go from a horror book writer to writing a memoir about Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, man, there's, there's a lot of crazy stuff in this movie, dude. Like Kane mm-hmm. Hodder is the stunt coordinator for this. Like that's interesting. There's so much Jason connection. So like the director did Jason two and three. Kane Hodder is okay. a stunt coordinator. Sean S. Cunningham's a producer. He brought on Harry Manfredini to do the soundtrack. They fired the original guy, and the score yeah. was done by Harry Manfredini. Um, and the score is actually really well put together. Yeah, the, some of the songs I think are weird and odd choices, but it's not terrible. Some of those real eighty no. songs, like like that no good song, I was like, what? what? And like all those like poppy songs that are just odd choices. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, okay, okay, but yeah, it's uh, a, yeah, yeah. (laughs) um, but yeah, essentially it's got a lot of Vietnam social commentary in it. It does. But with comedy, but then I don't understand the comedy necessarily, necessarily. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I think it. The, that's where the writing got lost. It makes more sense now that you said it was pretty much written by, you know, what did you say? Mainly two people, but they're three yeah. listed. Well, no, it's it was written by Fred Decker as a okay. straight as a horror short. film, like a haunted horror ghost film. And then Wiley made it a comedy. I think that I think that's where it lost its cohesiveness when you had the two writers. And they, they should have really... I don't know. I have a hard time. Like at the beginning, I had a hard time following like, well, what was going on with Roger? Because it alludes to something that's going on. And what, and all of a sudden he's like there at the funeral with, for, um, his aunt Elizabeth, but you don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. And then it pans the scene with him get writing at the, or his signing his book. And then, he's talking about the writing the book about Vietnam. He doesn't really explain like his experiences there, but there he's like, well, I have a lot going on, but it doesn't really explain it at first. What he, he had a whole lot, like what was going on, like why his wife left. And, and then all of a sudden he's talking to FBI agent 
being told that not to call the CIA about his son. And you're like, what the hell is happening? I was so confused. I was like, what? What's happening? Yeah, exactly. So I know. You're I like, don't know. What? I mean, and it does eventually explain all of that, but I don't think it was well timed and like, I think it was poorly executed. And I think that it fell flat with the, with the writing. And I, it's almost like, you should have taken the bones of the story and worked as collaboratively on it instead of just rewriting it with the bones because it didn't, it didn't do well in my opinion anyway. Yeah. And if that, if that was the, what actually, I guess transpired, then for sure. I agree. Cause you're right. It's, it's really weird. You know, um, I don't know. It's hard to kind of put a, I don't know. It's hard to put a finger on, it's like multiple movies together, right? You could see there had some yeah. of the scariness from the realistic realism of like the true horror film and then the, the comedic elements. And some of it works, some of it doesn't. Like I said, it falls flat in part. Some of it's just silly, downright ridiculous. Um and is there for almost no reason. You know, so it's like and the what only is this character for? that uh, the only character they that was written well enough was Roger. Because there's like a little bit of character development with him, like a little bit, yeah, but not like a whole whole lot. You know no. what I mean? Like it's just, think, it's hard. And I know? think the Big Ben story was just it, it should not. I, I don't. I feel like it's out of place. You know, that's the it one. It makes though, it make sense. I, yeah, but I think it. I don't know. I I don't know how it. It's it's not balanced though because I don't understand like how the house was haunted without Roger being in it because Roger is the reason for the haunting. But Roger didn't live there when other hauntings was going on. So that's where I'm like lost. I don't understand. Well, see, I, I guess, I guess if you think about it, possibly because the boy, the kid is taken when they live there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe it wasn't haunted when he wasn't there. Other than, or maybe Ben was just harassing his grandmother to get him to come back. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't either. It's obviously a portal to something. That's a reach, I think. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to make it make sense. Because there is a lot. I'm sure someone out there has a, an opinion on it. Um, but it's a lot, man. It's like it's a haunted house story. It's a ghost story. It's a monster movie. It's a commentary on Vietnam. It's a lot. You know, it, it is a lot. It's like a PTSD fever dream gone wrong. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's a lot of it. A lot that could have been done better. A lot that could have been done worse. You know what I mean? I don't hate all of it. I think you hit it on the nose. It's just not really cohesive. No. It's not. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to add before we jump into the rubric? No. Go ahead. All right. Well, you know, we usually cover so much in the rubric anyway. All right. So this one's going to be a good one. The literary element. If there a whole lot about was that. one. Uh, script, story development, dialogue, character development. Yeah, you did. Um, this is very, 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 very low for me. Yeah, it jumps around a lot. Um, the story, like you said, it's it has different. It looks like, like you said, I think you hit it on the nose. There's multiple story parts together that I think are not blending well. No, to me at least. You know, I like. If they some had of it. written it more collaboratively i think it would have been more successful the writing would have been but yeah, i think if, fred decker if, was writing something else at the time and gave it to wiley yeah it's just not it fell super flat for me 
Okay. Well, what do you think? What would you like to score it? I'm thinking like a five. A five? Dang. Yeah. I mean, I I just don't like, I just don't get a lot of it. It doesn't make, the story doesn't make as much sense. You have to talk yourself into making it make sense. The end makes sense, but it took to the end for it to have some kind of like. Well, see, I like the back, the Vietnam part of the story. Like that part, it at least it, it has threads in the whole movie. I'm writing this book it, about Vietnam. And then you get these flashbacks of him trying to write a story. And we meet ben. But it has nothing to do with the haunted house. But it has everything to do with the haunting because it's Ben doing it. Yeah, but you don't know that until the very end. True, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I just it doesn't. The writing isn't isn't where it needs to be. Is no, I'm no. Um. So unfortunately, I think it's a five. But if you want to score it a little higher, I'm not, I'm gonna argue that it doesn't need to be a ten. No, no, I wouldn't go that higher. I was thinking more like a seven. I mean, what's two points? Just give it a seven. Okay, <laughs> it's it's it scores low. I told you it's gonna score low. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it should. Um the effects design elements. So visual effects elements that connect to the narrative, set design, overall character design, gore, and practical versus digital effects. That first sentence or first part of that, what I just said, is what kills the score. Elements mm-hmm. that connect to the narrative because none of them make sense. Right? The closet monster, why? The right. weird lady who was supposed to be your wife, it looks like Chet's turd monster with makeup on and a wig. Why? Right. The creepy little kids. Why? Right. All At of least it. Ben makes sense. I came back from the dead to harass yes. you. And he looks awesome. Yes, he does. He looks really cool. So that's going to give him a little more points because it looks cool. He mm-hmm. does. Um, that's not Richard Mull either, by the way. It's some tennis player guy that apparently had no body fat. So the hard, hard chest play of that just hurt him really bad. But um, he looks cool to me. He reminds me of like um, the album cover from like Stormtroopers of Death or mixed with like Eddie Metal. Like I like it. Yeah, it does. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he had that rotten face and it just looks cool in the hat. So I will say that saves a little bit. It does have decent practical effects. You know, um, yeah. the little hand moving around looked funny, but it looked cool. Didn't make a lot of sense. And he flushed it down the toilet. And yeah, it's humongous. And it Ridiculous. Went. Yeah. It was so then, big. Like when he busts that mirror out, there's like five different hands coming through that. Which made mm-hmm. no sense. I did like the little flying bat skull face creature. When oh my falling. gosh, that remind you know what that reminded me of? What? I'm Army of Darkness. 100%, especially when he does the fucking shotgun twirl at the end. Yeah. Like, hail to the king, baby. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what in the world? Um, so I'm thinking like oh. an 11. Okay. Yeah, Only fine. because I think that, I liked that scene. It was interesting, I guess. It, was, it looked funny. And I think Big Ben makes it, he sells it. He looks cool. And you see yeah, him a does. lot, and he just looks good. The rest of them... It's not bad. It doesn't make any damn sense. No, it doesn't. All right. The visual technical element. So overall stack of the film is pleasing to the eye. Lighting, creative camera shots, and movement and lens selection. There's like none of that. It's shot really odd. It's with like, like none cuts of and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, There's no camera shot to me that really like 
stands out. You know what no. I mean? Like, I'm just like, uh, what? No, none of them make, like, nothing stands out to me. No, I mean, there's some shots I would have definitely changed. Like, um, just camera placement, like when Ben's coming down the stairs, could have been different. You could have got some really cool shots there. Um, there's just a lot of shots that could have been good. Their flashbacks are strange. He's like, I'm cutting weeds in the backyard. My kid is gone. What? I saw him in the pool. What? And it's, it was just a yeah. lot. Um, yeah. So this is, it, it's low for me, like for sure. I'm thinking like, I'm kind of like the other one, maybe five, six. It wasn't That's, great. It wasn't terrible, no. but it just it looks like good. a dude pointed a camera at actors and they said action and he just kind of followed them around. Yep. That's where I'm at. All right. So we'll go six on that one. I'll be nice. Um, <laughs> That's nice. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, <laughs> I, it, it is, there's nothing great, man. Like there's no, no. The lighting is meh at best. It's just like a room with lights on. You know what I mean? Like there's no, and I'm sure there's more to it but I don't see any creative camera shots or movement. Um, no. no difference in the lens, like no fish eye shots, no wides, no tights that are really good. Um, other than that ridiculous shit at the end where he's like, eh, and he just smiling on the porch. Like it's the end of a TV show. What the ending was like, Oh, I know. It was so and he's just like smiling. I expected him to throw his fist in the air. Like he was really like, he just did something super rad. I, it was just ridiculous. Your house is on fire. Stupid. Um, <laughs> didn't like it uh also you blew my dude up with a grenade what anyway whatever then that stupid door opens and it's like the the sea what so much makes no sense oh yeah to the kitchen yeah you know what i'm gonna go back to that earlier number i'm gonna knock that down to a six taking that seven away because i forgot about that and that made zero fucking sense at all why is that there what i know i forgot about that yeah yeah you're getting a six now way to go guys um <laughs> all right uh sound element uh the sound represents the overall tone of the film the soundtrack as well as the score keeps the audience engaged with the setting characters location and narrative of the piece half of these songs don't make any sense They're i don't 80s look, pop necessarily songs. i don't like the songs i like the score yeah, the score's not bad, but it's it's Henry Manfredini. Like, of course. And and then I don't really like I think the some of the actual sounds are kind of cheesy, especially the Vietnam scenes. I think they're yeah. kind of Well, it's obviously it, shot in Australia too. There's different kinds of birds in the background that aren't native to there and they're forever making sound. That's one of the messes uh, of it. It's like a kookaburra, you can hear it in the back. I didn't even notice that. I just yeah, read it in my research. So um this score is pretty low. The only thing I think that saves it a little is the score, because I think the score was well suited to the, to Roger. Uh, yeah. Like the tense moments has a good score. Yeah. Like when he's riding and he's scared, like some of those yeah. scenes like early on when the house is messing with him. But then once the fish starts moving, the shit just falls off the rails because it's kind of yeah and it, it's kind of tense you know um <laughs> at, the, at first like, okay but you're right it just throws you into this funeral scene you see this character which is fine we get a dead body from the start and the aunt well, that was interesting mm-hmm. and you go to a funeral and you're not that's you know, that's a pretty classic way to introduce you to characters I'm fine with that but then like you said it cuts weirdly to him signing books i'm like what the fuck yeah it's 
It's weird. Yeah, and then it's like, you know, and he has this walk down the damn street of LA, I guess. You got to write in our book, man. Oh, you know, and I'm just like, uh, okay. But when he gets to the house, it's kind of creepy with the guy who's walking through the house. Let me show you everything. He's like, dude, I grew up here. There's literally my face on all the walls. The F out I of know. Here. So weird. Yeah, it was strange. It was strange. So, I mean, what are you thinking here? Like a nine. Oh, damn, a nine. Okay. This score C. I told you it was going to start score C. It's like low. a 32. Ew. <laughs> Whoa. You fucking failed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord, you failed. Um, I will say my favorite part of this whole movie is the cover. Oh, yeah. It's cool looking. I wish it was in the movie. I wish there was like a seven right? hand ring the doorbell. Right. It would be dope. Especially on those random times. Like, that would have been a cool thing to do with that creepy ass hand. Instead of being on that kid's back, ding dong, and then it grabs him in the face or something ridiculous, like some real evil mm-hmm. dead type shit. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I think a 32 is, is, is fair. I mean, Big Ben gave them more points than they probably should have got because not the creatures, they looked okay. They just don't make any fucking sense. No, they don't. It doesn't make sense while they're there. No, there's three creatures that make no sense. Like if you're messing with him and you want to kill him, why are those there? Like the, I'm saying the plot at the end makes no sense. I'm going to get you back. You should have killed me. They tortured me. Why do you have creatures in the closet? And it's like the same one comes back three or four times. What? And why is there a door opening to the ocean cliffs? What? <laughs> why did you fall for like a half an hour into the swamps of Vietnam? And there's a skull faced bat who can like apparently has opposable thumbs and can ash a shotgun. <laughs> he he spins it around like hell to the king, I know. baby. I feel like I feel like they watched this movie and then went out and made Evil Dead. We're like, we can do this, but better with less money. Let's check it out. Because this is what they did. Like, there's some ridiculous creatures right? in the house. Get some moving animals. They're lucky oh Evil Dead gosh. came out after this. Or I'd say they ripped Evil Dead off. But I think Evil Dead came out later than this one did. But yeah, overall, just... I think I started this this whole thing off with the... Meh, meh, meh. No, Evil Dead yeah. 1 came out in 81. But this is Evil Dead Two is where the comedy comes in. So it looks like maybe they just yeah. kind of took Evil Dead and maybe watched this movie and said we can do moving animals better than this nonsense. <laughs> anyway, so there you have it, guys. House, I mean, it's classic, I guess, in the genre. So you yeah. definitely watch it. Um, but after Beetlejuice's like, you know, it's Beetlejuice score. We definitely needed something that was just like a thirty-two. Meh. <laughs> I've never seen this, so I didn't know. I just know Johnny had watched it. It's not even mid. It's just meh. Just meh. Yeah, me. Meh. I know. I, my first note was the writing is meh. Well, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense, which is crazy because I love Fred Decker. But you can tell I would like to have seen the movie be made the way he wrote it, of like a true dark horror film. I would like yeah, to. Yeah, I seen think that. it, it would have been a lot better. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Almost anything would be a lot better, I think. But all right, man. Uh, anything else you want to add? No. Yeah, I mean, there was a roll call of death, but it was kind of just random. Like, the aunt hangs herself. Jimmy disappears. Most of the deaths in this movie are soldiers in Vietnam. Yeah. And the it's sword, not anything crazy. The swordfish prop. Yeah, that's so stupid. And then Big Ben. That's about it. Uh, but Jimmy doesn't really die. So it's really nothing. Like, I don't know. It, it, had, it starts off decent. There's some nice tension. 
and then it just really falls off the rails with the commie comedy but people people love it for the comedy though which i guess so i guess it has a lasting impact me myself i'm just like okay i mean there was parts i liked i thought ben looked really cool um i guess his reason for wanting to kill him makes sense mm-hmm. but that's about it that's where i'm at that's where i'm at too all right man well cool you want to tell them where they can find us yeah, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Horror in the Halls. You can also follow Jenny underscore Dreadfuls on Instagram. You can email us at horrorinthehalls at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, guys, reach out. Tell us what you think. Tell us if you love this movie and we're just totally just off base and horribly evil for hating it so much. Um, <laughs> horribly evil. Horribly, horribly evil. And yeah, uh, don't forget, we do have a Patreon, so get on that. Help us out. Follow along. Get some behind-the-scenes goofiness, um, mm-hmm. maybe in the future. And uh, yeah, guys, we look forward to seeing you guys in the coming weeks with the rest of Haunted House Month. We promise it gets better from here. Yes. Uh, the next one and is another are- classic following along with uh jane dreffles it is again the podcast um it's oral appalachian storytelling of um a true life experience of living in a haunted house it's called this house is haunted podcast so that's what we'll be talking um talking about in the jenny dreffles episode with the host so yeah it's gonna be fun that's pretty fun pretty creepy stuff from what i've listened thus far it is very creepy and the last, the, the finale was very good. So. All right. Ugh. Ugh. So, yeah, that's it, guys. So, I guess with that, that's going to be the bell. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you next time. Bye.